Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Ned, quick question for you. Yes. We went to the movies yesterday to see Blackberry. Um, it is a bit of an art house film, but it's just it's sort of like the creation of the Blackberry and then the rise and the fall of Blackberry essentially once the iPhone was announced. Big problems. It's a yeah, it's like a biopic. I actually enjoyed it maybe more than I enjoyed the Jobs one, like the Aaron Sorkin Jobs one, because it was so much like grittier. And I actually, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I didn't know. And I love Aaron Sorkin. Anyway, this is not yeah, a movie sorry, review sorry, as sorry, much yeah, as yes. as much as to say we were sitting next to each other at a cinema yesterday. Pretty empty cinema as well. There's Palace like Electric. It was five people. It's, it's there. a boutique environment in there, and it's um. And you and I also went to a screening that can be achieved because we finish earlier than a lot of people. It was a mid-afternoon yeah. situation. So there um, weren't a lot of people there. I was very hungry. Great. I had some chips, some crisps. Yeah. And some Skittles. Mm-hmm. The entire time I was eating the chips, because the cinema was so small and so quiet, because what was happening in my head was so loud... I was assuming everyone could hear me chew. Mm. That's always you the, were sitting next to me. It's always the funny thing, though, isn't it? Because you're always like, "Is my bright like because this is so close to my head and where my ears are? Is this actually what could the you, hell's going on? What, what what were you experiencing? Could you could you hear it? Could you were you upset? What was happening? Um, so I am going to send you, or even if you actually would like to get it. Nah, look, here we go. We'll do it this way. I've pulled up the chaos theory scene from Jurassic Park. I'd just like you to play it, and I will try my hardest to replicate the what I heard to my left, okay? So I've okay. sent it in the chat. It's just there. It's when Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum are okay. quite obviously flirting in front mm-hmm. of Sam yeah. Neill, and he doesn't get it. It's very strange. He's, he's yeah. been delegated to yeah. babysitter. Yeah, okay. Very good. So... Just let it play a little bit, and then I will do what Josh did, okay? So, sitting in the theatre, watching this. Predictability and complex systems. The shorthand is the the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect means you're getting in the same park, you're getting raised, it's getting essential. <laughs> and then I go too fast. I go too fast. I did a flyby. Give me, give me that big glass of water. We're going to conduct it. But that's okay. It's just an example. So it was as bad as I was worried it was. It was loud as yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I know that you know it was because there was a part of the movie that went quiet and you sat with a chip on your tongue, scared to chew it because you knew how loud you were being. It was like you were, it's like you're in a cartoon and you've been caught in the kitchen in the middle of the night eating a snack. You're like, oh. <laughs> a deer in the headlights with a chip half in his mouth. I'm like, everyone can see what you've done as well, by the way. You have a chip half in your mouth, which is getting soggier by the second, which I guess is better because it won't crunch as much. But, yeah, dude, you were pretty loud. Why do they sell chips at the movies? That's really my question at this point. No, why do you sell buy soft, them? Sell soft food. That's what they need to do. Josh, on Monday, I was going to go to the doctors, all right? Yep. I just needed to get a referral on getting my tonsils taken out. Okay. Um, and I usually figure that going to just like a bulk billing mm-hmm. GP run of the mill. That'll it, do. That'll at least point you in the right direction. For sure. Which is what my doctor did. He was like, look, I can't really tell you how much it's going to cost. I can tell you very basic stuff about it, but you're going to need to go to a specialist. Yeah. Great. No worries. That's all I needed my appointment to be. Sit down. Hey, I've had troubles with my tonsils for the last what do I do about 28 this? years. Yeah. What do you think I should do about it? Here is my recommendation. Yep. Here's a letter. Go forth and get your tonsils taken out. That's all I needed. Five minutes. I had it booked on Monday, all right? Mm-hmm. 
I had it booked for about midday on Monday. I go in there and the lady is like at the desk, the receptionist. It's not her fault at all. It's actually probably the... She's... It's the bane of her existence. She's dealing with this Mm -hmm. as a consequence and it's not something she's done, which is usually the worst kind of problem to have. She's like, hey... Be fully honest with you. I was I was actually like ten minutes early to my appointment, which never happens. But I was like, I really don't want to miss this one. Um, and she was like, Look, I'll be honest with you. There's a bit of a weight ahead of you. And I was like, Well, my appointment's three. Well. They tell you that as well. The doctors say so you know it's a real weight. It's a that's proper weight. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, No worries. Okay. How many people are ahead of me? Because I'm like, I know you can't give me a time yeah. thing because if someone comes in and goes, Hey, I need you to look inside of me. That's going to take longer than if someone's <laughs> like, I have a cough. Um, not often that GPs. Yeah, I don't think I don't think general practitioners are allowed to cut you open. But <laughs> certainly, you shouldn't be letting them do no, that. I've got to ask a few questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, how many people are in front of me? She was like three. I was like, Ugh. actually, no, she was like three or four. And I'm like, that means four. Yeah, I was like, Ugh, okay, could even mean five. Yeah, to be honest, be, yeah. in how waiting rooms work, that could even mean five. It's exactly what you said. They usually wouldn't even tell you this at all. So they're probably trying to underplay it a little bit. Um, I am there. So my appointment's at midday. By 12.45, I'm like, what is... Yeah, what 45 the, minutes. What the hell is going on? Yep. And I go up to the counter and I'm like, what are we looking... Like, how many how many more clients are there ahead of me or patients yep. ahead of me? And she goes, probably two or three. That means three. Maybe even four. Maybe even four. And that was the number we started yeah. on 45 minutes ago. So I was like, what, what the hell is going on behind that door there? So I was like, I am actually going to because, believe it or not, much like everyone else who's an adult, I've not cleared my entire day to go to the doctors for five yeah. minutes. I need to go and do stuff. So I was like, I need to reschedule this appointment now. Like, can you book me in for another time? And she was like, yep, I'll have a look. No worries. Book you in on Wednesday around the same around the same time. Great. No worries. A little bit earlier, actually, because I was like, I don't want to have this happen again. And what I thought might be happening is that it's like a lunchtime rush. Mm-hmm. So I was like, do you have something at 10, 30, 11? Get there a quarter to 11 on Wednesday, okay? So this is yeah. two days after my initial, I just need five minutes of your time. Like a 16-year-old who has just gotten their peas mm-hmm. and has got their first car for the first time. My doctor is at the front of the medical practice. center. Yeah. yeah. Taking photos maybe for a dating website, maybe for the news. Whatever they were, they were quite flattering. It was him pointing at the sign at like the so He was doing a photo I'm shoot. I'm really not gonna I really am not gonna say where this practice So he was doing was. a photo he shoot. He was doing a full photo shoot with someone else. Professional camera or phone? Professional camera. <laughs> um, the person, by the way, imagine this. The, oh the photographer yeah. had to remind him to get out of the way so I could go inside. Because oh he was God. like in front of the door doing like a, he was doing like a Chicago, all that jazz type thing where he yeah. was like hand up, hand on the hip. Uh, and he was like, look at my medical practice. And she was like, sorry, you probably just want to let this guy in. Let me in. I wait in the waiting room area for another 10 to 15 minutes. And then he came and saw me. How do you look me in the eye after that? I must admit, I don't know any doctors personally. Like, I'm not friends with a doctor. None Mm -hmm. of my friends are smart enough to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. But. I would love to know how do they rock up to anything on time? Yeah. Like their concept of time is so distorted. Like how do they, the movie starts at 12.15. They yeah. rock up at 1.30 and go, what the hell? It's already halfway through. Yeah. What the hell? But it's also, and this is the worst part of it, it is not a two-way street. Because no. if you are five mm-hmm. minutes late to your meeting, they're like, we can't see you again for a month. And that's why I, when I get angry sitting in a waiting room, like to envision a world where a doctor is two minutes late to a flight. Because yeah. they're the only two industries yeah. that really don't <laughs> care about other people's time. <laughs>
Can I just say quickly, really don't like rewarding people who are super cynical and like the scoffers of the world, the people who are like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smug is their middle name, and it's quite annoying to be around someone like that. Researchers from Monash Uni, however, um, have found that there is no evidence, according to them, that mm. blue light filtering glasses help with eye strain or improve sleep quality. So the glasses you put on that have like a little bluish tinge to them yeah, so you can look like, at yeah, screens helps, forever. Helps with blue light. Yeah. yeah helps yeah. with your blue light. They're saying they don't work at all. they don't do anything. And I, I, I would believe that. I'd say that I'm a scoffer when it comes to that because I've always thought that about those glasses. Yeah. I've always thought, yeah, this doesn't work. Yeah. This is a gimmick. This is absolutely a gimmick. For me, this is the exact same thing as the power balance ba- bracelets. Remember yes. them? Yes. Oh, like, my God, live strong. Let me be clear. I have never, ever, ever done any research into those power balance bracelets that were out, the ones that had like the little, little bit of the sh- little yeah. magnet in them or whatever. Yeah. But I also scoffed at them. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't work. Kids at my school in grade 10 with like the – they're like, this centers you. Like, try and knock me over, bro. Yeah. Like, I've got such a good center of balance. Do a leg sweep, yeah. off they go. Like, yeah. Not even that. You would just push them because they were in grade 10 and had no center of gravity. And they would be like, and you'd be like, this doesn't, this little this little reflective holographic thing that used to be on Pokemon cards when I was 10, it's not giving you superpowers. It's not blocking out the sun or I whatever you think it is. I just don't think that kind of cynicism should be rewarded. Where I haven't even, because these blue light glasses, I haven't even looked into it. Yeah. But every time I've ever seen them pop up as an ad on Instagram or whatever, I'm like, that doesn't work. That's no way. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that it doesn't work. And but today I've, been, today I've been vindicated for yeah. my scoffiness. I I put this in the same uh, column as like charcoal toothpaste. Yeah. Where I'm like, how do you think that's good yeah. for your teeth? It's charcoal on your teeth. Once again, done no research into it. Don't just know. don't buy it. Yeah. And I think we're going to find out in a few years it's not a good idea. I'm pretty sure they've already done research yeah. to be like, yeah, it strips your enamel. That's yeah. not a good idea. That's not what you, you know want. What? The funniest thing here is, if you're scoffing about stuff, maybe keep it up, because yeah. you might be like me, and it might pay off eventually. Every scoffer can become the scoffed upon. Yeah. I will say that. It's a it's a quick, quick podium to fall it's off. It's a very, yeah. very high horse to mm. fall off. Being a scoffer you can quickly become the scoffee. And people don't laugh scoffed. at you on the way down. They scoff at you. Exactly. And it's much more hurtful. Nothing worse much than Much more scoff. hurtful. <laughs> Ned. Yes. Obviously losing to England on uh, Wednesday night. Um, Sucks. Does suck a yeah, little. it did. Uh, and I sort of thought to myself, like, 11, 11 million, over 11 million people watched it. It's the biggest Australian telecast of all time. Yeah, since Huge. they introduced, like, keeping track of ratings, the most watched thing that's ever happened on Australian it's television. bigger than the moon landing. And I would agree. Think about that. That's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I'm actually going to backpedal that and say that it's not more incredible than the moon landing because the World Cup happens every, like, four yeah, years. Yeah, no, it's true. It's an and amazing achievement. We stopped with, yeah, going yeah, to the moon ages ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's just incredible. Incredible numbers. But what's happened is now we've got an incredibly large amount of very bitter Australians who are angry at the UK. So let's just take a quick trip over to London. Um What's happening over there at the moment is a bunch of peeved Aussies are taking to trip reviewers mm. and are what the internet likes to refer to as review bombing one landmark in particular. Yep. Big Ben. Um, yeah, a bunch yeah. of Aussies are jumping on the reviews for Big Ben and are tearing it to shreds. Yeah, essentially I think that we are venting in a way that I actually think is not Unconstructive. It's, I think it's, it's not. Fine. It's not helpful. It's not helpful, but, but it's, it's also not hurting yeah, anyone. It's which, hurting the the reputation of Big Ben. Um, uh, I think being Big Ben will be fine. Waste of uh, waste of time. It says here. <gasps> 
it's just a clock. Another yeah. review says one star. Another review says if I wanted to see a clock, I'd look at my wrist. <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty sure Big Ben paid the rest to keep the yellow cards away. That yeah. one's a little more specific. That one's on the nose. Big Ben, more like small Ben. I mean, the, the building, it's objectively one. large. Yeah, it's, it's huge. It's, 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 it's the quite biggest clock any of us have ever seen. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't really get on board with that one, but I get what you were going for. Yeah, now, this is this is bitter and twisted, um, but it's also fine, I think. This is okay. This is what I mean. No one's getting hurt, and honestly, yeah. if this is the way that we are sort of venting to people, I think that this is all right. It does just seem petty, though. Yeah, and I'm not above being... Compl- I'm not above being petty, yeah. I guess. And this is what I wanted to say... And I thought maybe we'll leave it for yesterday because obviously everybody that the, the feelings are still quite raw and yeah, of course. Is this I? Is this what we get for the ashes? Because we were yeah, pretty yeah. obnoxious about that like a month ago. Yeah, my dad was. I was yeah. like, you, I was like, you, the you, dads of the nation maybe screwed this up for the rest of us because they were being very obnoxious. I was like, do you even know anyone? I'm yeah. like, if you know anyone from Britain, you can't be speaking this way because. You will lose that friend, and Dad's like, "Well, oh, buddy, good, good. I'll be, I'll be glad to see the back of him." And the I'm only like, reason yeah. I know this for sure is I was at a bit of a family reunion about a month ago, and my cousin Jess is married to an Englishman named Sean, and he's yeah. he's such a legend. But he's English, and that led to sledging, the likes of which were, mm. I'd say, inappropriate for what we we're all there for. We we're there yeah. for my grandfather's funeral, but yeah. because <laughs> Jess's English husband was there, sledging rained down about the ashes, and yeah. can't imagine how smug he is right now. And that's I, yeah. yeah, that's really something. He's probably not vocalizing a lot for his own safety, but yeah, he'd be pretty smug. I actually think that there's a lot of Brits out there who are quite smug, but are keeping it to themselves because you're not you're not in England. Mm. Like you have to know that you're outnumbered six million, twenty six million to one. Their son, who's my uh, my little cousin, he well, my second cousin, I guess, who's great cousin, whatever. Yeah. My cousin's. Kid, what does that make? It doesn't matter. The point is, yeah. he's, he's he was very much born in Australia, English soccer jersey. Mm. That's the level of smug he's yeah, operating at. That is very, very smug. My cousin-in-law, yeah. very smug. Cousin-in-law is also that's very what funny. he is. Yeah. And I need to pr- create the separation because yeah. I don't want anyone to tie <laughs> that angle. Don't yeah. tie that yeah. angle with me, everyone. That's <laughs> someone I know. Don't. It's not me that's doing that. <laughs> Josh, someone who doesn't know what the hell is going on, is an AI program that's been used in New Zealand, all right? It's an AI, supermarket AI program that has been meant to help the customers out uh, in sort of like not throwing away stuff. Okay. So it's like you enter all the, the stuff into this AI and it goes, mm-hmm. hey, using the pasta you got, you yep. got some tomato sauce, um, you got some water, you could probably make some... <laughs> you have all of the ingredients for pasta. Yeah. You probably shouldn't use... If you have tomato paste and pasta and water... You're probably you're not laughing. Yeah, you're probably not making bread with those things. So, um, but no, no, no. It's been actually quite helpful. Now it started off apparently quite well. Um, then it slowly started generating some quite unappealing recipes. For example, an Oreo vegetable stir fry. Mm-hmm. It's a bit nasty, a bit gross. But at the end of the day, yeah, what, okay. whatever. It's just getting creative. Yeah, it's. I guess it's like, well, you've given me. You've said you've got vegetables, you have udon noodles, and you've got Oreos. So what else am I meant? What, what, what am I what, doing? What with do this? you want me to do? Um, it's gotten past the point of like yucky and like, oh, you're trying to kill me, AI, because it started suggesting stuff like um, replacing ingredients that you would make sandwiches out of uh, with poison. Oh wow! Okay. Um, 
using mosquito repellent for roast potatoes. Like, yeah. Like, instead of using butter on your roast potatoes, using mosquito repellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Mortine-style potatoes. Yeah, yeah. exactly, Mortine, yeah. I t- what's, the, what's the fly's name? Louis. Louis. Louis the fly. He'd love these potatoes. Louis's potatoes. Exactly right. Um, they even told people how to make an ar- uh, aromatic water mix that essentially the recipe they've given would create chlorine gas, which makes you bleed from so, your eyeballs. Okay, so just quickly here, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this this is just obviously the AI glitching out rather than trying to kill us. I would, well, I would, I would hope think, so, Because, yeah. I mean, the amount... I've, I've really done a 180 on AI since I realised it could write work emails for me, but yeah. I need to understand, it, does it have ill intentions or is this just a mistake? Well, when you start pitching stuff like a bleached-infused rice surprise... I think it is trying to kill us. The surprise us. is yeah. death. Yeah, yeah so surprise like, is yeah. not a nice surprise. No, 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 no. At least I, it's a surprise you don't think about for a lot of time. The, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, well, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. afterwards. Mm-hmm. You kind of... You get one of these surprises in your life. I think uh, once, once whatever AI this is, because there's a lot of different ones you can and use. This is a different one. Once yeah. it is really revealing itself as something that accidentally suggests ways to end your life, yeah, uh, gone now. Yeah. We have to put that back on the shelf, and that has to be reevaluated. I think it's actually good that they're saying like bleach infused rice surprise. Yeah, because when it starts going like a yummy harmless pie, that's like. Yeah, when there's Machiavellian intent. What do you mean? Why, is yeah. it, why are you saying harmless? Don't worry about it. There's, Just I, buy these ingredients yeah. and put a blindfold on. I promise you there's not a single razor yep. blade inside this pie. Absolutely. Like, why, are you, why would you say that? The AI <laughs> that this is, let's get it, let's put it on the shelf. That's yeah, what okay, needs good, to happen. Good, good, good. Ned. Yes. A couple of guys uh, in Paris yesterday Hi. locked up uh, in the Eiffel Tower. They got so drunk overnight that they just spent a night at the top of the Eiffel Tower by mistake. Mm. What a night, though. What like, a night. Quite a nice night for them. Were they arrested or they were, you, were, they were just oh, no, they were, they were given a stern talking to. And yeah. apparently the fine that the government were going to give them for, quote, trespassing on a culturally significant site, not not leveled at them. Yeah. Wasn't leveled at them. Which I, I said yesterday was a, you've exposed a hole in our system tax. Yeah. Like, you exactly, don't get to yeah. find the guys when it's your fault that they were stuck up there. Exactly right. But it is almost like a, alright, you guys get out of here. Next, like a next being... guys that get caught up here, we are going to make you cu- we're going to make you float France for us. Uh, no, because a guy has just been arrested for uh, jumping off the Eiffel Tower with a parachute. So he's base, oh, base, jumped, jumped. base jumped off the Eiffel Tower. So he has been arrested. But yeah. yeah. Like, what's going on at the Eiffel Tower? Who is in charge of security there? Yeah, why is this? Is there any kind of checks and balances as to who's getting up there, what they're doing, how drunk they are, whether they have a parachute on them? Like, what's going on? I am aware that the difference between France and America mm. are enormous. Huge. I've been up the top of the Empire State Building. Even if I wanted to climb up and jump over the top and yeah. base jump off it, the fence around it is like... 10 foot tall. You like, are not getting up there. You cannot get over the fence there. You How ne- is the Eiffel Tower just like, ah, eh, I'm sure it will be fine. I'm sure it will be fine. I'm sure that was probably distasteful to someone, but I've, I think that that was not bad. I don't know if those accents are something we're allowed to do. I think so. I'm unclear on that. I think I'm unclear in 2023 whether making fun of French, oh, I tell the you French what. Are, is okay. I mean, we did we did beat them in the World Cup, and yeah. now we know how that feels, so yeah. maybe it's not tasteful right now. I've typed in Looney Tunes roster. If Pepe Le Pew yeah, that's is still not on a, there, that's not a good, then I think no, it's Pepe okay. Pepe Le Pew's long gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, for a multitude for of a reasons. For a multitude of reasons. You know what's actually... It actually pisses me off, these, like, extreme sport guys. Yeah. Because imagine if it went wrong. 
Oh yeah, and, and everyone you just up, jumped off the Eiffel and Tower. Everyone on the Eiffel Tower, above and below, had to watch that yeah. because you were like, "I just gotta get the thrill." It's like just watch the X Games, then you lose it. Paris is one of the most beautiful cities on earth, yeah, and is obviously in a, a collection of cultural significant art and movies yeah. and all of that. But I tell you one thing that doesn't really fit: extreme sports with this soundtrack. It just doesn't fit for me. I don't know why. I don't know why you look at that and go, "I'm going to jump off yeah, that." Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend at the top of that, or I'm going to like yeah. not jump off it. Yeah, going like I have shattered my tibia in seventeen places over this music. No one's going to be like, "Oh, okay." Hey guys, we're here with the city of in the city of lights with the Red Bull stunt team, yeah. and we're going to do some pretty sick stuff. This is France, brought to you by GoPro. It's not happening. It's yeah. not happening. It's silly. Out. It's very silly. <laughs> It's Ned and Josh's job game. That's the way we end each and every single week on the show. Mm. Trying to find out what somebody does for a living who calls us on the phone. Thirteen ten sixty is the number to call. Tamara is on the line from Dunlop. How are you, Tamara? You there, Tamara? Yes, morning. Oh, happy Friday. Well, happy Friday to you, happy Tamara. Happy Friday to you, Tamara. What are you going on for the weekend? Anything fun? Anything planned? Oh, the, the usual. Kids stuff, cleaning the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing special. No, okay. No, well, that's, yeah, honestly, sounds lovely. Just not sounds having, relaxing. Not having to worry about the weekdays. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Would you yep. like to ask a question first, or shall I? Tamara? Yes? How many emails would you say you send on a day-to-day basis? A number of emails. Number of emails. Yep, that was what I was asking. What number? I am going to go against the grain a little bit. Can I ask a question that leads into my other question that sort of is relating to information that she's already given us? Okay. All right, then. Yep. How old are your kids, if you don't mind me asking, tomorrow? Oh, I've got a range. The eldest is 26. Mm-hmm. Okay. The youngest is five. Okay. All right. My next question then is for the five-year-old, all right? Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. you tell your five-year-old your job title or do you have to dumb it down for a five-year-old to understand? Um, For example, if you were like a pathologist who looks through tele- like microscopes, would you tell your five-year-old, I'm a pathologist, or do you go like, I'm a scientist that looks through tele- like microscopes? I dumb it down a bit. You dumb it down a bit. Okay. That's a great bit of insight there. Yep, okay. Mm, so it's not something that a five-year-old would know off the bat, but it's not like... It's not something that's a, hard, a super hard concept yeah. for them to grasp. You're not like, like I'm you don't little... understand the difference between a microscope and a telescope. Yeah, that's exactly. see, obviously that. And you're, I use you're that ex- 28. I use that example yeah. because that was my mum's job, it was. and that was a conversation I had with her. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing that that uh, tomorrow may not be like an electromagnetic engineer or something. Tamara, are you yeah. a solicitor? Ooh, interesting. No, I'm not. Ooh, okay. Okay, okay so that's okay. my guess. That's my One guess. One more done. guess. Oh, solicitor was such a good guess as well. Because I wouldn't know what that is if I was five. But if you were like, yeah. oh, I'm a, like a sort of like a lawyer type person, I would know a that. Lawyer still probably doesn't make sense. No, at five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> Tamara, do you work at a nursery? Sometimes I can feel a little bit like that. No, I don't. I also made a plant nursery as well. Mm-hmm. Baby yeah, nursery. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where where, where do, do you work? What do you do okay. for a job? I don't feel like we're close at all. Well, yeah. So I'm a social worker. I work for Act Together, yep. which is Canberra's foster care agency. Oh, wow. Oh, so okay, the nursery yeah. thing, the other way around, sometimes... I see what you're saying. God, I shouldn't have clarified. I should have just let... And you would you would bump up against the legal system often yeah. as part of you. This is very interesting. Yeah. We were sort of on the right track a little bit there. Okay. Well, not really... I have to dumb it down. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I tell you, 
him that I find foster children. So people who need a home, who yeah. need a home, my job is to find them a home and that's a family yeah. until they're able to go back to their family. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Tomorrow, also, that is wonderful. That's not dumbing it down. That's lovelifying. Yeah, it's lovelifying. And I would love you to do yeah. it to my job, yeah, yeah. but I don't know what is lovely yeah. about. So you wake up at four thirty in the morning and you're miserable until midday when you get to have a nap. <laughs> <laughs> not really fun. Uh, tomorrow, congratulations to you for having a great job and also yes. for being a part of Queen. It's a kind of magic. You're going to be going there for free August 24th. Tickets at canberratheatrecenter.com.au. But for free for you tomorrow, well done. Amazing. Tom- I appreciate that so much. Have fun. a fantastic weekend tomorrow. Josh, something has become a hot ticket item, which usually always happens when there's demand for it and supply runs out, which is exactly what's happened with this Australian product. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, understanding commerce, which I appreciate. Yeah, well, look, I have to, to understand why the hell this could possibly be happening, yeah, because it, otherwise, what the hell are we talking what's about? What's going on? So, Tell me. A couple of months ago, you may be aware that fantails no longer, they cease to exist. Oh, yeah. We got rid of them. Um, I actually don't even know why. I think maybe we just, Alan's were like, eh. We had a good run. Why not? Yeah, just because of their supreme crappiness, I think. Well, yes, certainly. I I mean, I don't like chocolate at all, but I never would go for a fantail. If I would like a, like, out of chocolate rim with, like, Mm. a caramelly, nougaty centre, there was so many other options I would rather go for than a fantail. If I wanted to um, clog up the inside of my mouth, I'd probably just get some Sellies No More Gaps and just put that all over my teeth because that's essentially what having a fantail was. It was... I hate fantails. I will also say that fantails were good when they were warm. If that... Oh, no. But that was when the gooiness was a real danger. It was a danger zone. There was a sweet spot that was so hard to achieve. Um, But if they were cold, like if they'd been out in a bowl... at a party that was outside or whatever, you would essentially be cracking through diamond with your teeth. Like it would just look at me in the eyes. In half, yeah. Which sick unit, yeah, of your friendship circle would ever have a bowl of fantails out at a at a party? I hate none of who, none of my friends. I'm stop associating yeah. with that person. <laughs> they don't care about you or yeah. their other friends enough. Yeah, the only parties I've been to that have had lollies in recent memory have been yours. Yeah. but I don't think you've left fantails. No, out I would never open. do that. Yeah. I like the people I invite to my house. Well, fantails, as I said before, Alan's were like, "That's enough of fantails. You guys have had your fill." Right? The only good thing about fantails was the trivia saw on ebay a bag a kilo bag of fantails so a huge bag going for over a hundred dollars right now that's that's too much to pay for trivia that's all you're paying for yeah it is all you're paying for uh if you couldn't pick it up by the last minute and a half josh and i are not fans, no, fans of fantails. i don't think that you would i don't think anyone's really a fan of a fantail chocolate it's all the trivia it and you can the, get trivia online it was such a fun experience being able to uh, go on a road trip and have your dad start quizzing you about movies yeah. or TV shows. And just learn stuff. Look, I'm going to say the fantails are pointless now. This is why Alan's gotten rid of them, right? Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go- I'm going to chat GPT. So yeah. do some AI. Give me the questions <laughs> and answers to ten movie related quiz questions. This is great. You ready? Like, you ready? Let's yeah, see yeah. how many of these you can get done. Because I have, I have like other. One. I have which like 1972 fantails. film was directed by Francis Ford Coppola, based on a novel by Mario Puzo. Uh, the Godfather. In what movie? In, in the movie Shawshank Redemption, who plays the character Andy Dufresne? That would be Tim Robbins. Which animated movie features a young lion named Simba as the main character? That would be the Lion King. In the film Forrest Gump, what is Forrest's favorite line about life? Wait, 
said it to one in, in the film Forrest Gump. What is Forrest's favorite line about life? Oh, life is like a box of chocolates. His ma told him that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that is yeah, true. Yeah. Who won the Academy Award for her role as Clarice Starling in the Silence of the Lambs? Uh, that would be uh, Jodie Foster. Oh, Doctor Electra. <laughs> yeah, 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 it would be. This is great. This but, is fantastic. We don't need fan tales anymore. What, you can yeah. just have a nice bit of Cadbury Dairy Milk chocolate and read the Chat GPT trivia questions. Because also they used to take the piss. Born in Melbourne in 1968, Eric he Banner. was a natural it's comedian. And it is Eric it's Banner. Eric Banner. Yeah, it's always it's Eric, Eric Banner. Banner. <laughs> Ned, look, I'm a little nervous about something, and uh, that is the fact that apparently, according to reptile experts, we should be expecting a much earlier start to snake season this year in Australia. What's the temperature right now? The temperature right now in Canberra is like, like four degrees. Yeah. Why? Why? Like, why we... Other why? places, it's getting very warm. Yeah, I guess that's how, yeah, we're like very high up in yep. the mountains. Mm-hmm. We are often when I see, because I was is, in the doctor's for... office the other day and they do like the uh, wrap up of the temperatures of everywhere. Canberra is quite frequently the f- coldest. This, by the way, is relevant for all of Australia, but specifically, as you said, for the hotter areas. But I'm I'm not 100% sure in my heart of hearts mm. whether or not this is something to panic about yet mm. or whether this is a future problem. Mm. And I'm nervous because I follow a page in Canberra uh, about reptile sightings just to be aware of where these snakes are. I did see a brown snake was posted um, up there the other day in, mm. uh, uh, well, I'm actually not going to say where just because I don't want to freak anybody out. Sure. But um, somewhere you don't want it. Well, yeah, somewhere you don't want it. And apparently because it was startled, it got quite defensive. Yeah, well, that's but it. But the person who called, said it on the page, said it, it was quite aggressive. Mm. And the people on this page are such snake aficionados that they tore strips off the guy for saying quite aggressive. <laughs> it's like, no, he's defensive. He's a defensive animal. He's not aggressive. When you get- I was like, when a brown snake is coming at yeah, you to try and bite, does it matter? <laughs> do you care? Does it, I, get, I get what you're trying to say. It's not the snake's fault he was yeah. disturbed. And I agree. Sure. But I'm still terrified either way. You don't want it either way, do you? Yeah. you- if you're going to use a scarier word... Your intention is to warn people not to go near the the face part of the snake when it's either A, defensive, B, aggressive. You never go to the doctors after you've been bitten by a snake and they're like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Was it aggressive or was it defensive, this bite? Yep. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, Doc. I didn't I didn't gauge the temperature of the room when yep. I got bitten by this snake. I sort of just left after I thought I was going to die. I'm trying to think of a non-horrific example of this, but when you, I guess, when you're fired... Versus yeah. when you're let, let go, go. Yeah. does it matter? Because you, you still don't have a you've job. You've lost your job in both instances. <laughs> Ned, mm-hmm. the Matildas obviously on Wednesday night um, did us so proud as a nation, and they've inspired a whole generation of sports uh, potential sports superstars who are now going to take that path up. There is a, a, a renewed interest in football across the country. The biggest telecast in Australian history for the semi-final against England. Absolutely amazing. Over 11 million people watching. The Matildas run and also the way that the um, country has rallied behind them has been historic. It's been amazing. It's been nothing short of historic in the viewing numbers, in, as you said, the amount of people who are going to be inspired after what's been going on over the last couple of weeks is absolutely incredible. Now, I promoted this little discussion we're doing here just a moment ago with the, the juicy hook that I put on the fishing rod, mm. that put on the line of the only people in Australia who might be happy that the Matildas didn't win. I'm super curious to hear who this might be. 
It's a very, very long bow, and I'm just. This is speculation. <laughs> By the way, this is speculation. Yeah, didn't hear any of this before. No, the this song. is speculation <laughs> yeah. because I'm certainly not going to defame anyone. But I'd imagine if I was this person, I would be somewhat relieved. Sure. The organisers of the Broken Hill Monday Monday Bash. Now that is a festival that's happening at the moment in Broken Hill with Ice House, Hoodoo Gurus, Human Nature, Pete Murray, The Angels, The Waifs, Troy, Troy Casadaly, Thirsty Merc, Kate Sobrano. This is a big festival. Huge right? festival. 9,000 people are there. Mm. The reason I know about the Monday Monday Bash at all mm-hmm. is because 9,000 punters that were there watched the other day on the big screen just before the festival kicked off. Yeah. So there's footage of them when they, when Sam Kerr kicks the goal. 9,000 people at a music festival are all watching the big screen on the stage. So cool. It's so, so cool. Having to show the next game, mm. keep in mind I said before the festival started, they showed the game for early arrivals at the festival. Yeah. No artists had to be reconfigured mm-hmm. so that you didn't have to bump Ice House to be able to... There was no organisational mess for showing the game. Mm-hmm. The festival hadn't started yet. Mm-hmm. People had just arrived at the campsite. The festival organisers would have been like, what do we do if we have to show this on Saturday night? Yeah, crap. How do we tell the hoodoo gurus to just hang on for a tip? Yeah, like, uh, what are we, how are we going to tell human nature not right now, guys? Yeah. Like, by the way, even if they take it poorly, it's the only option we have. Everyone is going to be watching this yeah, game. We have, to, we have to delay the artists. We're going to have to tell Kate Sobrano, not right now. Yeah. How do we do this? They would be going... Oh, thank goodness. That problem did take care of itself, <laughs> didn't it? And they, I don't know for sure, yeah. might have been released. <laughs> they might have been released. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy, for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.